Hello everyone, welcome back. Today we'll be talking about prepositions. Let's get started. You must be wondering, what is a preposition? Well, for most people, they know what they are. But just in case you don't, I'll tell you. A preposition is a word or group of words used before a noun, pronoun, or noun phrase to show direction, time, place, location, spatial relationships, or to introduce an object. Some common examples of prepositions are words like in, at, on, off, and to. Prepositions in English are highly idiomatic. Although there are some rules for their usage, most preposition usage is dictated by fixed expressions. When that's the case, it is best to memorize the phrase instead of individual prepositions. There are different prepositions for different purposes. Let's break them down. We'll look at the first one, and that's prepositions for direction. To refer to direction, we use prepositions to, in, into, on, and onto. Here are some examples. She drove to the store. Don't ring the doorbell. Come right into the house. You can even say, come right in, or come right in the house. Drive on the grass and park the car there. Or drive onto the pavement and park the car there. Please pay keen attention to your prepositions because you will have some repetition. For example, some prepositions you use for direction, you will use for time, place, etc. Prepositions for time is used to refer to one point in time, and we use prepositions in, at, and on. We use in with parts of the day, not specific times, just parts of the day. We also talk about months, years, and seasons. For example, he reads in the evening, or the weather is cold in December. Or, she was born in 1996. Or, we rake leaves in the fall. Then we use at with the time of the day. Also, we use at with noon, night, and midnight. For example, I go to work at 8 a.m. He eats lunch at noon. She often goes for a walk at night. They go to bed at midnight. And then we have the preposition on for time. We use the preposition on when we're talking about time with days. For example, I work on Saturdays. Or, he goes to the grocery store on Wednesdays. But just as a bonus, we have a few extended time prepositions like since, for, by, during, 
from to, from until, with, within, etc. Here are some bonus examples. I lived in New York since two thousand and five. This means I moved there in two thousand and five and still live there. He will be in Toronto for three weeks. This means he will spend three weeks in Toronto. She will finish her homework by six. This means she will finish her homework sometime between now and six. He works part time during the summer. This means for the period of that time throughout the summer, that's when he'll be working, or that's when he works part time. I will collect data from January to June. It means he's starting in January and ending in June. They are in school from August until May. It means they are starting in August and they're ending in May. She will graduate within two years. This means no longer than two years. So she will study for a period of two years, no longer. Let's move on to prepositions of place. To refer to place, we use prepositions like in, which means the point itself or the location. We also use at, which is in the general vicinity, in the area you're located. We also use on when we're talking about surface, also streets as well, and inside. Which is something that is contained. For example, they will meet in the lunchroom. She was waiting at the corner, or he left his phone on the bed, or placed the pen inside the drawer. In preposition for places. When you're referring to like objects that are at like a higher point, you use prepositions like over and above. If you're referring to objects like lower than a point, you use prepositions like below, beneath, under, and even underneath. For example, the bird flew over the house, or the plates were on the shelf above the cups. Or, basements are dug below ground. Or, there is hardwood beneath the carpet. Or, the squirrel hid the nuts under a pile of leaves. Or, the cat is hiding underneath the box. When you refer to objects close to a point. You use prepositions by, near, next to, between, among, and even opposite. For example, the gas station is by the grocery store. The park is near her house. Park your bike next to the garage. 
There is a deer between the two trees. There is a purple flower among the weeds. The garage is opposite to the house. It's keen to note that next to and by are basically the same, so you can use them alternately, but they have the same meaning. Then there's preposition of location. Now, we refer to location using prepositions in, which means like an area or volume. We also have at, which means a point, and on for like a surface and even street. For example, they live in the country. They live in that specific area, away from the city. We can also say they live in Poland because it's a country. Um, the best ex- um, the best rule is that we use in when there's a border. The border does not have to be visible, but as long as it's um, there's something that's within. For example, we say in the kitchen, we say in the bathroom, we say in the bedroom, right? So as long as there's a border, we say in. We also have, for example. She will find him at the library. That means at that point. We also say things like, um, "Oh, he's at home," right? He's at work. We don't say in work. We say at work, and that's a common mistake I hear people say in work. It's at work at that location. Another example: There is a lot of dirt on the window, so. That means the dirt is on that surface, that particular surface. We also use on for street. For example, I live on Franklin Street. We don't say in the street; we say on the street, and that's another common mistake. And then there is preposition of spatial relations. These are very important because we use them every day. And a common mistake I always hear is when people、um, mix up like、um, in front and behind. They don't know the difference, and it's very important to know them in English.、Um, these prepositions are used to talk about space or the position of a person or object. So we use prepositions like above, across, against, ahead of, along. Among, around, behind, below, beneath, beside, between, from, in front of, inside, near, off, out of, through, toward, under, and within. That that's quite a lot, if you ask me. So I will not give examples on all of them, but I'll try my best to give examples with most of them. Let's start with some examples. The first one is above. Hmm. I normally use above when I'm giving directions to an object,、um, or even a person. For example, let's say the person's looking for a cup. I would say, the cup is in the cupboard above the plates. So I use above to tell them exactly where the cup is in the cupboard. 
So we use above. Obviously, it's over the plates. Then we have across. The post office is across the street from the grocery store. Now, across the street means not directly across. It could be um, a few blocks down on the opposite side of the street. But it means the opposite side of the street, regardless of where the this, this store is. It's on the opposite side of the street, across. If I'm in, for example, um, a church and I'm sitting on the benches, I could also say my sister is sitting across from me. So she is obviously across the aisle. That walkway you used to go to the altar would be the aisle. So my sister, if she's on the, on the other side, she'd be across from me. We also have a long. I get a lot of questions about a long because um, non-native speakers are used to the word long, but not a long, and it's one word. For example, we will stop at many attractions along the way. Um, let's say we're on a journey to um, Paris. And we're in France, mind you, and we're leaving from one location in France to Paris. And I say we will stop at attractions along the way. That means as we make our way to Paris, we'll be stopping at any attractions we see on the road to Paris. So that's what it means along. We also say, for example, for people to come with us, um, would you like to Come along with me. And that means to come with me. So don't get it confused. We also have behind, which is very easy. And most people know behind. For example, the kids are hiding behind the tree. If you're behind something, most times you're hiding or you're hidden. A person can't see you through an object. It's not invisible. So you're behind it. Then we have off. He took his shirt off. It means he no longer has his top on. Walk toward the garage and then turn left. The word toward. Toward means you're going closer to something. So if I'm walking toward the door, that means I'm walking, I'm getting closer to the door as I walk. Then we have within. Hmm. Place a check mark within the box. Within is actually doing something in a border or in, uh, let's say, a contained space. If you look on a form, like an application form, there are little boxes that you tick. So you put that tick inside that box. So we say inside or within. So we can say within the box. So not outside. Don't go outside the border within. It must be contained. As you can see, for spatial relationships or prepositions for spatial relationships, there are quite a lot. I would suggest you memorize them and practice as you go along. Take one each day and learn. That will help you a lot. Some prepositions come after verbs and adjectives. And when this happens, it gives the phrase completely different meanings. I would suggest looking these up in online dictionaries like 
Merriam-Webster, or you can use a corpus. I would suggest the Corpus of Contemporary American English and just memorize these phrases instead of just the preposition alone. It's really helpful. Here are some common verb plus preposition combinations. I'll try to do all of them because I think they're, they're really good. Let's start with about. About is often used with worry, complain, and read. For example, he worries about the future. She complained about the homework. I read about the flooding in New York City. Then we have at. At is normally used with arrive. For example, at a building or an event, party. It's also used with smile and look. For example, he arrived at the airport two hours early. The children smiled at her. She looked at him. From. From is used with differ and suffer and others, actually. But let's use differ and suffer first. For example, the results differ from my original idea. She suffers from dementia. For is used with words like account, allow, and search. For example, be sure to account for any discrepancies. I returned the transcripts to the interviewees to allow for revisions to be made. They are searching for the missing dog. In is used with occur, result, and succeed. For example, the same problem occurred in three out of four cases. My recruitment strategies resulted in finding 10 participants. She will succeed in completing her degree. Off is used with consist, smell, approve. For example, I approve of the idea. The recipe consists of three basic ingredients. The basement smells mildew. On is used with concentrate, depend, and insist. For example, he is concentrating on his work. They depend on each other. I must insist on following the rules. Two. Hmm, this one's common. We use to with belong, contribute, lead, and refer. For example, bears belong to the family of mammals. I hope to contribute to the previous research. My results will lead to future research on the topic. Please refer to my previous explanation. And finally, we have with. We use with with like agree and also disagree, argue and deal. For example, I disagree with you or I agree with you. She argued with him. They will deal with the situation. 
that's it for today. If you like the podcast, please remember to like, share and subscribe and also leave a star rating. Until next time, remember, practice makes perfect.